get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 379. And today, we're going to talk about gamers and dating. Interesting. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Should be entertaining. But before we do that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? I'm excellent. Joelle, Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Simon, how are you? Can Hi. you talk? Are you still eating a cupcake? I'm not eating anything because if I'm eating anything, Dart on the podcast, uh, on the Discord server is going to give me shit, so I'm not. It's true. <laughs> I still I still think a Simon eating ASMR episode is is brewing in the is brewing in the background, man. I just want to give mean, you all the peaches and the crackers. We should do and the cupcakes that you desire. Should, I'm not editing that podcast. No, but we should do that for April Fools <laughs> next year. Just an extra episode released on the first, and just be like 20 minutes of me eating on my microphone. <laughs> like I said, I'm cool with that. I'm just not editing that podcast episode. I edited podcasts anyway, so I'll be do. hearing my own voice and be grossed out of my own voice. So. I, I do appreciate the times when you cut in and you're like, notes from Simon. Yes. And then you have that rain sound <laughs> in the background. I haven't done that in a while. I know. We haven't had uh, a lot of issues in a while. So maybe we should no. fuck it up somehow. Uh, no. No. Let's no. just make it strategic okay. inserts instead of screw ups because they make me anxious. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get through the housekeeping and then get into the crew check-in. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. All right. It has been a nice, relaxing week for me. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, technically still on vacation, back to work for two, three days, and then on vacation again. But I'm curious to know what you folks have been up to. Catherine, how are you doing? Uh, well, Friday, Pascal turned 40. It's wow. true. Um, and we had this plan where his mom and his sister would just kind of like show up for dinner. But uh, we had a snowstorm. We did, yes. That started like Thursday night and that lasted into like Saturday mid-morning. Um, so they didn't come. Uh, but uh, she kept, she just called the restaurant and be like, hey, we're going to downgrade the reservation to two people. Mm -hmm. So uh, we went to Alep, which is a pretty uh, famous Syrian yeah. restaurant here in Montreal. Yeah, it is. It slaps. I know that. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of like... It's not tapas because tapas is a Portuguese thing, but like their concept is smaller plates to just order a bunch of things. Um, but they they were like, we do like a, they were like, we do a tabla d'hote, but it's like not a traditional one in the sense where they'll bring out like three to four dishes, really small portions for you to like 
test a few things. And then um, they ask, are you still hungry? They bring you more. Are you still hungry? They bring you more. And they stop. They do this like that because they said it, um, it reduces waste, food waste. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. And also it kind of like gives them an idea of like how you're going to eat. So we had um, three services of that. I had the fucking best shrimp of my life. Really? I don't know what the, he explained was the waiter explained what was in the marinade. And I was just like, bring me a bottle <laughs> and I will just drink it. <laughs> like that marinade, a few pitas, and a glass of wine. And I am what Damn. it had. like. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and at the end of the three services and one bottle of wine deep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so what are we getting for dessert? And Pascal was like, we're not getting dessert. I'm like, I'm getting dessert. Like, it's your like, birthday. I don't you don't think want you dessert. Understand what's gonna happen here right now? I feel in the matter. Haven't you been through enough of these dinners to understand the assignment that like it's a birthday and dessert yeah. is mandatory? The reason why uh, we eat dinner is to get to dessert. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't have a, a sweet tooth. So, I mean, for him, his dessert was getting, like, to the third or fourth service of the table d'hôte. Yeah, I'm the same, though. Okay. Give me, like, like three main courses and no dessert, and I'll, and I'll be a happy guy. I'm I'm less and less of a dessert person, but um, knowing this place, that the, their dessert slapped. Uh, so I got... What was it? It was, like... Um, like a crepe with uh, creme fraiche, pistachios, um, honey, rose water, or orange water. I forget which one of the two. Uh, it tasted like heaven. Yeah, it, it was very light. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was a good like mix of like sweet, but like almost a bit of savory. Um, the textures were on point, uh, and we got coffees. For that and and you know like all in all i was actually pleasantly surprised because after <coughs> taxes and tip and like considering that we drank a whole bottle of wine um it was under 200 dollars. wow that's pretty good for like a place that's like not like you know high end where it, it's like you show up and they take your coat and, and shit like that but like it's, it's fancy you know, enough Fancy enough. So, mm -hmm. like, it was a good value, honestly, because we had a lot of different foods and it, we loved it. And, mm -hmm. like, people are like, I'm not going to pay that for hummus. I'm like, yo, that hummus. I will be thinking about that hummus. <laughs> that hummus slaps, though. For the next three years. Like, grocery store hummus could never. Um, mm. You know, because they make it there. Yeah. Um, and they have their own recipe. And it's amazing balls. So, um, yeah, that's... That's like that's all we kind of did this weekend. Um, it was unfortunately not a very good week leading up to his birthday, so the the dinner was was nice to have like something nice for us to do together. Um, that's pretty much it. And now I'm just gearing up for this weekend, which is like Christmas. Oh um, yeah, just trying to mm -hmm. get through these last four day of work. Uh, today's one of four done i only have three left um and then i'm off for two weeks and then it's just gonna be uh family functions for the first four or five days and the rest is gonna be just me on my butt mm, honestly nice. um plans to just kind of like get through gaming 
I need to get to get to go clothes shopping. I think at this point I need to go in a store and try shit on because just like looking at sizes online, I'm like, I have no idea what my size is anymore. <laughs> and I buff. hate I, I just hate doing that like in general. So I'm just gonna go during the like on a random Tuesday, like probably uh, after New Year's. Mm. Like that first week of, of January where everybody's back at work and the yeah. holiday sales are over, but yeah. there's always I go yeah. to winners anyway, <laughs> I guess. There's always sales, holidays yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't go to like the fancy stores that are like super expensive all year round and then like Christmas the only time they're affordable. Like like I go to winners and and places yeah. like that. It's I am not looking for the latest trends. I'm just looking for stuff that fits me. Yeah. And that will kind of last. So that's, those are my plans. That was my week. It has nice. been very quiet. And now I have like this cold and a sore throat. So uh, excuse if I sound a bit uh, scrappy. It's because I am At a bit scrappy. Not, and uh, or sexy. You got the true. sexy cold <laughs> the voice. Telephone voice. Yes. Hello. I don't get the sexy telephone girls voice. On games. You can leave a Kofi. Talk, <laughs> to, nice talk, to talk to you directly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, at least I'm testing negative. So there's that's that. good. Yeah, that's good. There's that. Yeah, that's good. Joelle, what were you up to this week? I went out with some girlfriends on Friday to celebrate a birthday. And there's this kind of uh, cheeky, kitschy bar in uh, northeast Minneapolis uh, where they have like all of the Christmas decorations like throw up in like the entire place. Like you can barely walk because there's so many Christmas decorations. So we wanted to go there and we tried to get a reservation and we weren't able to get one. So we thought we will just roll the dice and see like if we could get a walk-in. Well, we tried that. There were 22 parties ahead of us in line for walk-ins. Wow. I couldn't believe that, like, How do you do a walk-in, though? Like, my anxiety would be like, what are we going to do? We're just going to get in. Like, I would just die. The fuck off. We'll go somewhere else. Yeah. So we ended up doing that. We just went um, to a place, like, a block um, up the road, and it was uh, delicious, and we had a really nice time, and it was good to kind of see everyone before they um, dispersed their own holiday family functions. Uh Uh, And then on Saturday, I ended up, like, totally uh, jacking up my back. How? Well, I I did CrossFit for about a year and a half, like in 2000. I think it was, like, 2016 to 2017. And I remember, like, very clearly I was doing a deadlift, um, and 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 I repped the deadlift, and when I stood up, I could feel something like in my pelvis, like totally crank out of place. Jeez. And I twisted my sacrum, it's called. It's like the bone in the middle of your Yum. pelvis. And like wow. I since then, like I've had to do a lot of maintenance to kind of just keep it like all mm-hmm. you know, kosher. And once in a while, I'll fall off the maintenance wagon, and I have to go to the chiropractor to get it um, adjusted and, like, pushed back into place. And that's what happened. Like, I just have been, since the move in July, I just haven't been on top of um, my my care routine. 
and like I sat down and I felt it like go. So <laughs> I'm just like, I'm an old lady. I hurt my back <laughs> and I have to be on the couch. And so it was, uh, it's been, it's been all that fun stuff. So I, I just have, uh, have been dealing with that. So I was able to get into the chiropractor this morning, which was really helpful. And she's like, your hips are jacked up. And I was like, I know, because I can't <laughs> sit or stand up. <laughs> um so i'm gonna i'm on the mend it'll be fine but like i i just i know a lot of other people got injured during their crossfit days and and i've been like a fairly active person isn't like crossfit the fucking worst like i i I I keep reading like i i I don't i don't do any of that but like i I keep hearing and, and seeing videos and articles about how crossfit it's better than nothing but it's like probably one of the worst ways to actually work out is doing crossfit because it's super harmful in the long run to your body it requires a lot of like very specific technique and then like and then like everyone does it and they i just don't think there's enough like attention paid to every individual and their technique and then you have to they want you to kind of lift heavier weights like no one pressures you but you kind of feel it um and so so yeah so i don't know i don't know yeah. if people still do a lot of crossfit I, probably i, I, see I didn't mean to be that place. person that was like i do crossfit <laughs> or like whatever no, I, but, but yeah. there's a lot of good things in crossfit but the problem like the problem with crossfit is they make you do a lot of things without mm-hmm. taking breaks and yeah. while being tired so if you're um, new at it uh, more chance to injure yourself mm-hmm. more chance to injure yourself ah, also like okay. for me a lot of my injuries that came like i i do strength training weightlifting like i got no timer like i just pick yeah. shit up as 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 i want and according and i can do it as slow as so i can think of my technique is that they always say like this is the perfect form this is how you have to be in whatever but they never um it's always for the person that has the perfect anatomy for it. They never take yeah. into consideration that maybe you have wider set hips. Yep. Maybe you don't have that kind of mobility. Maybe you have my boobs in issue, the way. <laughs> my issue yeah. is I have very long femurs. So mm-hmm. I can't, like, for a deadlift, Stop let's say. Stop bragging. My God. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> for a deadlift, let's say, to be in the proper position, my knees need to go well over the bar. Just because my thighs are so long, mm-hmm. um, so if you, I want to have like the proper. If not, like I'm hand, like I'm sending over the bar, and then when I do the deadlift, it's my lower back that's lifting, and not my yep. my legs and glutes and yep. my hips. So mm-hmm. I've had the these issue and whatnot, and I find like a lot of like these commercial gyms or these CrossFit programs or these trainers that are just like spewing the same content and the same like you just gotta do it this way don't actually take the proper time to fit to your anatomy so like my um my uh whole shtick and my uh what i would say to you is i don't know take the time to look at your body and feel your body and like if if what they're teaching you doesn't work is not working even though you're like trying to do it as best as you can maybe you just need to adjust it i found a bunch of youtube videos that were like Oh, like do these things to know if you can like have the proper like if your hips tend to rotate inwards or mm-hmm. outwards. If you if they tend to rotate inwards, this is how you adjust your squat. This is how you adjust your deadlift. Mm-hmm. Things like that. If you have long femurs and um, how you can you build your muscle strength to go into a back squat 
if you can't do the back squat right now, like with front squat and things like that, like I did a lo- extensive research on my own. Mm-hmm. And none of like these gyms or these gym bros or a lot of like these pre-made programs would have done anything. I would have just kept hurting my back for the next like two years and yeah. then gave up on the gym. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I after this, after and I was I was actually dating a chiropractor at the time and I talked mm-hmm. to him about it and I well, was just like, at, at, it was very convenient. But like after <laughs> after that, I was like, I don't need to do this anymore because like I don't need to continuously like put myself through this horrible <laughs> workout because like i used to do triathlons before i did uh before i did this so like it, like working out hard wasn't new to me but this just felt like this just felt like absolute like torture and also man i gained muscle like at the drop of a hat so like i just i just didn't enjoy the experience like i i, I hulked out so fast <laughs> And, like, I was just like, I can't, I don't like this at all. So I just, it just ended up not being the space for me, and I got injured. And I was like, well, that's a sign. Um, And now I have to kind of nurse the injury for, like, the rest Mm -hmm. of my life. And I just have to, it just kind of sucks. So anyway, I'm I'm at a new chiropractor, and um, hopefully I can work with her a little bit, too. um, Continue on the maintenance and, you know, some medicine and uh, health and wellness have definitely progressed since then and so it'll be good to kind of figure out how to better take care of myself but it was just it's just a bummer where it's like Mm -hmm. i'm invincible and it's like nope like you still have this problem and you need to accept the fact that your ass is getting old and you can't (laughs) just like do whatever the fuck you want anymore so i was like "Hmm, fine welcome to the girls on games workout cast uh (laughs) yeah Yeah, sorry but that's what happened so psa for taking care of yourself and listening to your body exactly like i have a like the physiotherapist that i found to help deal with my back pain is like so good he was like it's not because you're almost 40 that you need to stop working out or worry about these things he's like you're gonna stress your body you're gonna get hurt it's like it's about the recovery is going to be longer or, you know, the maintenance and these kind of things need to happen, yep. you know, slower. And right. It's so, cause when I show up with my jacked up back, he was like, yeah, you, just, you sit at a computer all day and then you go to the gym and you put like whatever pounds on your back and you try to do a squat and you can't do it properly because like your hips are, or you're not th- taking into account like how your hips work he's like of course you're gonna hurt your back so yeah yeah. he's been like really good at just keeping me like active and on the mend without being like you need to stop or you know maybe you're just doing it wrong (laughs) yeah you're doing it wrong for you because you're listening to a lot of like right random bro dudes that don't know what they're talking about your boyfriend's a random bro dude so he is Whoa. a bro dude, but he is not random. I know it's true. He has like <laughs> books and shit. He's such a nerd. I know, like he has a like you look at the gym, and he's like usually one of the biggest dudes there, lifting the heaviest. It's a commercial gym, so it's not like an Olympic weightlifting gym, so it's easy to like outlift people there. Yeah. And I'm just like sometimes I just sit there and I look at him, like you know, like lifting like i don't know like i don't know how much he deadlifts like something like 500 pounds i'm just like that man has Holy. a phd in political science <laughs> which he doesn't use but whatever i don't know <laughs> i guess maybe i don't know what he does he all does day not. <laughs> still love him though <laughs> 
And now that's an awkward segue over to Simon. What are you doing this week? No segues. Hooray. Weird silence. I'll put crickets in the edit after that just so people can see how yeah, fucking awkward that was. Uh, how- I had nothing. I had no way to transition in a good, easy way. Uh, we had some friends over for a Christmas party. Uh, Alban from the, podca- uh, from the podcast, from the Discord, as you all know him probably. And uh, a couple more people that came over. Uh, had some food, had some drinks, played some games, had a good time. We played a game called Challengers. Um, it's a, a tabletop game. And it's like a, a mini Magic the Gathering slash uh, like card building game. And it's like extremely simple. Um, but you can play up to eight players. And the goal is to uh, kind of really just uh make sure that you get to challenge everyone to that card game and then once you, once you've done a card game with someone then you switch to with a different person and you get new cards and you you get to update your deck and it was actually pretty really really fun it had we had like since we were like eight people well nine people uh, Ben was kind of the the, the the game master and uh yeah, it was a lot of fun really honestly it was uh, a super interesting game i, I that i had uh I never played before. I think it it's but it exists for a long time, but we've um, it's the first time that I hear about it, and it's it's fun because it's like really simple to, to grasp and really extremely straightforward. So even if you're not like a, a big Magic fan or really understand everything that goes on in that realm, you can still have a really good time and um, get to play with your friends and kind of you know trash talk a little bit and just just have some, have a good time. So it was really cool. So. Yeah, we uh, had a had a he wonderful, wonderful Sunday evening with some friends. So it was the beginning of the Christmas madness that is uh, family and friends and everything. So it's gonna be a doozy. Nice. Already looking forward to December twenty seventh. <laughs> just some introverts getting ready for christmas oh, all right man. five days yeah. Yeah. and then i get to not through. talk to people for another five <laughs> to recover i uh i had uh christmas stuff going on too because we i went away for a few days uh to a chalet in northbrook which is north of caladar which is like you know, like a northern place in ontario Zelda. Yeah, I know. Kind of does feel like a place in Zelda. It felt like it when the snow fell. Yeah, so, yeah went up there with uh, with Mike's side of the family on his on his dad's side, um, and his. Okay, there was nine of us, I think. It's a lot of people. No, seven of that's us. A, that's a big chalet. Thing. Right. So it was me and Mike, Ian and his wife Tina, and their new baby William, and then Josh and Alana, and Jeff. And his wife, Lynn, that's Mike's dad and his wife, Lynn, and uh, our Mike's stepbrother, Sebastian. So it was all of us up there. And uh, yeah, we, we had a lot of fun. It we Mike and I attempted to un- outrun that storm that everybody's freaking out yeah. about. We managed to do it. Got up to, uh, got up to the chalet. Um, everybody managed to get there Thursday night. The snow did start coming. We woke up Friday morning. It was a winter wonderland. Like someone took icing sugar and dumped yeah. it. Tons of it. It was impressive. Yeah, um, I was expecting on Friday. It's like on Friday evening. I was like, "There's nothing on the ground. What is this?" And then, and then Saturday's like, "Oh, you thought it was yeah, over." Exactly. Just yeah, kidding. Exactly. And Friday, it didn't stop. Like it was snowing nonstop Just all little, day. Little wow. Yeah. So it was really nice. Like it felt super festive, and you know, we were just 
eating and talking and playing some games and watching some stuff on TV and I was playing Pokemon on the side but yeah. uh, one of the games that we played was uh, What Do You Meme? Have you guys ever played Yes, that? What Do You Meme? No. Yeah, it's the Yeah, uh, I yeah, should yeah, I not that. be allowed oh. to play that game. I'm too good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the memester. I'm murderer at that game. <laughs> oh yes, this game. Where you have sayings, it's like Cards Against Humanity where yeah. someone picks one a picture and then you have to make tick the phrase that would match the picture. The thing is, is what everybody forgets is you need to think about the person who you're yeah. directing, yeah. your audience, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm way too good at that. <laughs> and also, <laughs> also, like you and I, we kind of like logged on to the internet, 1996, 1997. Oh, when you yeah. started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you we know, logged in with our little memes. dial-up that did the sound, and we never yeah. logged the fuck off. Yeah. No. So, no, meme culture is kind of part of our everyday life. These games are tailored for Internet us. culture yeah. sh- like should be a, a, a skill <laughs> for job applicants. Well, well I'm on, Mike's yes, dad I'm on was the playing. Internet. Yeah, Mike's dad was playing and he had to bow out after a while because he was like, I don't understand Aww. the references and stuff. Aww. I was like, felt bad. I was like, what meme is? And he's like, yeah. And then it's just like, and I even gave everybody the tip. I'm like, no, not don't just think about what the card says. Think about the card and who you're giving it to. Because I held on to one card for my sister-in-law, like, a whole round. And I uh, didn't even care what the picture was going to be. I just laid the card down. And she's like, winner! And I'm like, I so it, so, is, so is it like, uh, it's like cards, cards Against Strategy. Humanity, but with memes that are... Yes. Okay. okay, yep. okay. And not politically correct okay, at all. Cool. Makes sense. <laughs> and we got to a point where there was some cards that we looked at it and we're like, we had a rule. Because usually what happens is if you want to change your whole hand, you have to give one of your points back. So one of the ones you uh-huh. won, you have to give that back to exchange all five cards. But we made up a rule where if you were not comfortable reading what was on the card, you could exchange it for oh, okay. another card. Yeah, oh, like that that's, that's so cool. nice yeah. of you. Yeah, I would make people yeah. feel embarrassed. Yeah, because we didn't want to. Some, like... You know, everybody just, has their own situation and stuff, and some of them could have been outright mean. So yeah, especially it's like, if you're playing oh, with fair, people that are not necessarily fair. in the know. And I guess mm-hmm. okay. that's really cute. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a good yeah. rule. I like that. It's really fun. It was a good rule. Yeah, we didn't have that rule when I played Cards Against Humanity with my family, <laughs> my my immediate family. Yeah, <laughs> that was an interesting day, uh, right, Mom? Cards right, Mom. Cards Against Humanity <laughs> is something else. <laughs> But along with that, um, I had my uh, Switch with me and uh, was grinding away with Pokemon uh, as things were going. Guys, I finally finished the Pokedex, and it's the first time in a long time that I actually finished the Pokedex. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. what I'm doing right now. You're working on that? Yeah. Now I'm prepping for all the raids that are incoming. Um, I imagine a lot of people are going to start playing over uh, the course of Christmas. Because I'm sure there's lots of people who are getting the game for Christmas. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I want to know how uh, and what you guys were playing. Catherine, still going Persona? Yeah, I am actually pleasantly surprised by how much new content there is. Yeah, I I was totally... You know those like deja vu moments where you're not mm -hmm. really sure? It's just enough to throw you off, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I just finished the first palace. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just waiting for like the calendar to go through so that, you know, like mm-hmm. the date you have to do it before this date. But that's like when the story kind of like re-triggers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I was doing the palace and I was just like, I don't remember this. And they're like, oh, here, have a grappling hook. I'm like, a gr- There's a, I don't remember the grappling <laughs> yeah. hook, but yeah. it, it turns out it's from the DLC and it opens. Yes. 
And it's just like, or they're like, oh, don't forget, like, this palace has three will seed you need to collect. I was like, the three what? The fuck are those? (laughs) And the character you meet in the beginning that you're just like, hold on, who are you? (sighs) Yeah, it's weird because, like, I kind of, like, check out for a cutscene because, like, I put it on auto. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Camel Shield's a piece of shit. Like, let's let's get through this. Um, And then, like, you know, you get through like a cutscene with them and then she just kind of like pops in and she's like oh hello i was just like thrown off like to the audio um i'm like uh what what oh right there's a whole new character coming in and yeah i she she threw me off also like in the when you first launched the game the intro yeah Yeah, and that intro prologue or whatever and there's like a Mm -hmm. a big battle i'm like i don't remember this battle and she shows up and i'm like oh right um yeah i'm also enjoying the uh extra outfits i i don't know what it's called i think it's called the feather feather man or something like that you look like super sentai but it's birds um and it changes the song so you just kind of mm. look like power rangers and yeah uh Mar- morgana is like a little penguin i was just like that is fucking adorable and morgana um, kind of looks like a penguin anyway and her- yeah it's coloring is yeah, it yeah, it's gendered? a tuxedo cat. Uh, I think it's a he. I think you're right. I think it refers to itself as a he. Anyway, um, it's supposed to be a human stuck in a cat body. Right. I don't know how that story pans out. I gave up after 100 hours of playing on my first game. So I really have again. no idea what Morgana <laughs> is. Morgana slash Mona really is. I'm uh, with you there. I just know they turn into a cat bus when you go into Memento. So the first time that happened, I was like, you know what? It freaked me out when Ghibli did it. It's freaking me out now still. <laughs> yeah, uh, cat bus is odd. It's, it's fucking weird. Just cats turn cats turning into the eagles. Um, I mean, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm having a good time. It is. Ju- you're right. It is just enough con- new content to like throw me off i thought i was going to be like just kind of like check out for that first like three four palace until i get in a spot that i've properly forgotten no it is just enough that you're like uh i remember this and i don't now i still have to pay attention because it's the the baton pass new so the baton pass came later in the game because I, remember- I don't think I ever really got into it, but now they brought it in right away. You're supposed to come in later. And they also <sighs> gives you tips now, too. And it remembers and tells you what the enemy is weak or strong to or whatever, right? That you couldn't mm-hmm. get before. Like, there was a whole bunch of improvements yeah. in the game mechanic to help you out as you were playing I- instead of you having to have, like, a cheat sheet on the side. Like, yeah, because I, to- I-, I remember from what I remember, you know, one of the characters that you get is not a playable character in your party. Um, but she's like the nerd that kind of like helps you from the outside. She comes later, way later. Yeah, she she came much later, but she came with, you know, she could analyze enemy and, and tell you what they're weak to. Right now, it's like, you just got to try it. But yeah, I don't remember. It reminds, it, me, it reminds me of Pokemon, where it's like you go, you battle a Pokemon before, and you don't know what it's weak against or whatever the next time you know, because it says... Yeah, exactly. And I, I, when you do the baton pass, it also tells you which character has something that it's weak to. Yeah. So, um... It's a little bit of, like, an easy button? Yeah, I mean, I'm already playing on easy because I was, like, I'm 
I want to mm. get through this. I'm just here for the story that I missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I might actually like turn up the the difficulty once I get to the part where I'm getting into new content. But right now, mm. for like, I figured for the first at least two palaces, I would just kind of like power through it. Uh, but yeah, now I'm just like, this is like completely different from what I remember. I do remember like the overarching story. Um, like right now, the first palace for like uh, Kamoshida, like I, I knew everything that would, you know, I remembered why he's a dick and, you know, what he tries to do on and what happens with Shiho and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember this. But actually going through the motions of doing the dungeon and the combat, I was like, I don't fucking remember any of this. See, that's the um, reason why I can't go back to a game that I haven't played in a while. If I do mm-hmm. that, I have to restart from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or else I usually I get do completely too. Completely lost, and I'm like, I don't know what any of this is, who any of those people are. I'm just gonna yeah. start over. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I gave up on Persona. I was like on the second to last palace, I think, um, and it was on my PlayStation Four, and I was playing the edition that, like, you know, the came the game came out. I bought the game. The game had been out for like three or four months, I yeah. think, or six, mm-hmm. um, and it was still a Sony exclusive. So a lot of like what. And I always thought I should go back to that game, but I was like, I gave it up like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to have to restart it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. I should get the Royal. And the fact that it's on Game Pass, I was like, it's, you know, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. And if it's like, if I really like it and I don't get to finish it before it goes off ba- Game Pass, I'll just buy it. At this point, it's not like a full 90-some dollars, I guess. Because mm-hmm. um, mm. it's a pretty old game. But it came with, like, all the extra content. So now I'm just, like, I have no choice but to start over if I want to see all, all the new yes. content. Because yeah. it's not just, like, they tackled it at the end of the game. They sprinkled it throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. Anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I think it was a good decision for me to do this. Also, when else during the year will I have time to put, like, 150 hours into a JRPG then at Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And it's nice having that game you can just easily just pick up. And with that uh, quick resume, too, that, like, if you stepped away for a bit and you come back and you turn it back on, it's, like, still there playing. It, like, takes nothing to boot it up. God, I love that feature. However, I remember, like, when I used to play it, like, two, three years ago, and we had podcast episodes and I would talk about this game. um, Mm. I would talk about a lot of the bullshit, the JRPG bullshit. There's still a lot of it. Oh, yeah. The fact that they're, like within the first two hours of the game they show you on and they're like here's your sexual object have fun yes yes i'm just no. like yeah. and every like every female character is clearly made to be sexualized while every male character is just there to be like powerful and a strong ally mm. the girls are basically all dateable from like the sketchy doctor to your actual homeroom teacher and i'm just like <laughs> I'm going to ignore a lot. I think, like, you know, it's a JRPG. I'm going to choose to not engage in some of this content or some of these stories, but it's very anime, and I'm just like, yeah. Good thing Good thing the dungeon crawling is fun, because a lot of these problems... It's... it's Persona 5 has been problematic in that sense for a long time, and it still Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. And I know the North American team said that with the Royal, they try to patch in a a way to make it less problematic, like the scene on the beach with the two gay men, which Mm -hmm. was like straight downright hateful. Um, Mm -hmm. Apparently that was patched and changed in the North American version. Um, 
So I'm looking forward to see if I still fucking want to throw my controller at the TV when I get to that point. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But right now I'm having fun collecting personas, fusing them together, making new personas. Yeah. And just cool. going through dungeons and stealing shit. Joel, how are things with you? Game wise. Things are mostly good. Um, I mean, Mass Effect 3 doesn't have those same issues. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, definitely not. They ha- it has other issues, though. That's other, true. Yeah. That's very true. Wasn't there other butt con- shot controversy in that game, too? Yeah, right? and they I changed it in the, uh, in the uh, remaster. Yeah. Oh, I mm-hmm. haven't gotten there yet, but now well, the, you won't see, see it, it if you're playing the remaster. Oh, yeah. well, I'm gonna Google it now. <laughs> That's <laughs> exciting. What was the controversy? I can't wait to it's find out. It's so tame, like honestly. I know <laughs> it's just like a shot, and all you see is their butt as they're looking at other things. It's like, it's like there was no reason all the time now. Like what's even the point? Oh my gosh, I love butts too. Exactly. Everyone enjoys a good butt. She has a good butt. Who gives a shit? Oh man. I want to yes. see the yes. pixelation of the of the rump. Come on. Bioware yeah. <laughs> was known to get horny at weird times sometimes. Man. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, I mean, it, it's I'm just so excited to be playing Mass Effect again cuz mm-hmm. uh it the story just sucks you like right back in. Yeah, I mean, really I good. I couldn't believe it. I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, I have to keep playing cuz it's so it's so good. So good." So, I'm enjoying uh finishing that. And I graciously was able to uh, uh, receive Just Dance 2023. Um, and nice. I booted I it up. I really enjoy the Just Dance games. Um, I was actually in dance for like 13 years. And so it's like a fun kind of nostalgic way for me to like throw back. And uh, they make it so colorful and fun. And so I've, re- I've really enjoyed the series so far. And so I was really pumped to get the uh, a copy of uh, 2023 for the PS5. And I, uh, when I I first loaded, I played for about a half hour and I'm sure I royally pissed off my neighbor downstairs. Uh, (laughs) And I really enjoyed myself. Uh, The, um, you know, your avatar, they updated the avatar. It looks amazing. I mean, if you love the Just Dance series, you're gonna love 2023. I thought they also did uh, an incredible job of picking out uh, the music. And I just had such a fun time um, rocking out to like Dua Lipa, Imagine Dragons, the Billie Billie Eilish song I probably did like three times in a row. Uh, Telephone is like one of my favorite Lady Gaga songs. So I, I just was over the moon about the choices. Oh, oh, I have to also mention that they included We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto. And <laughs> I I almost feel sorry for all of the parents or uh, guardians out there that they had to suffer through that song and the movie. And then now they have to also play it in the video game. But <laughs> um, <laughs> it was it was great. I thought the interaction, um, you know, the the. Um, playable characters were really fun it was easy to get through the game you know the updated uh gameplay was really great the the song was great it was such a good time uh and then unfortunately when i tried to play it again for the second time i could not connect my phone 
to my console to act as the score counter. And I, I don't know what happened, man. I mean, I, I feel like a grandma. My, and, and now my back hurts and I can't figure this out. And I'm just like, you know what? You know what? Maybe okay, I should Okay, we'll get you the, the retired home. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I tried to figure it out. I, I restarted. I re-downloaded. I, I plugged in and, I, you know, I unplugged and re-plugged. And I, I don't know. I went on Reddit. And I don't, I don't know where else you go after. Oh, man. <laughs> That's when you know you're desperate when you go on Reddit. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not entirely For tech support. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'll, I'm going to try again. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep looking because I believe, I believe in this. And I don't think Just Dance would let me down. Just but, tweet at um, UB. I should. That's probably the best thing Honestly, to tweet at them tweet and at someone's going to get support. back to you. Yeah, or just dance support. I'm yeah, sure there's something out there. Someone's going to DM you eventually. Yeah, but it, it, it's amazing. If you if you love the series, if you love the game, like you're going to enjoy this. If you're looking for something for a fun, um, you, you can add up to six people. You know, a, a group thing to do during the holiday season to get together, just to shake off some some of those calories and oh, have yeah. a good time. I, I highly recommend. I think I'm going to need did. that. An amazing time i just hope i can i hope i can reconnect and play more so <laughs> mm-hmm. cool i mean so, I, I i might get it eventually too i've always liked it the just dance game it's always fun it's always cool to play the songs yeah. and even especially when you have like friends and, and people over and you can just play those those songs and just chill and just show off how out of shape you are. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good uh, blackmail at Extra Life events. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's true. And <laughs> and this one, I just thought they just did such a good job with the music choices. And with this version, I, I wasn't able to try this out yet. But if you have folks that maybe you're not, you know, uh, in the same room, but you want to still be in a group uh, dance mm-hmm. together, they for the first time they have online grouping. So um, oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. So if someone else has has the game, and um, I think you have to be on the same platform, uh, uh, then you can link and and do a dance party together remotely. So I think cool. that was also um, super fun addition. Cool feature. Yeah, cool feature. So yeah. it's if if you like the other games, like I said, you won't be disappointed. It's the tried and true, um, just dance. So thank you so much for the code and I've, I've been in, i hope i can oh. continue to enjoy it i'll just i'll tweet i'll tweet out hey i'm important now i'm in a podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> help me you have yeah, contacts thanks. look at my thanks ubisoft canada my for the code yes, thank we you. need help and, and yes. Yes. help help the grandma help, help us help out the grandma. simon how goes your uh pokemon collection pretty good pretty good uh i'm i'm pokedex hunting as well finishing that up mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. i'm at three tw- 30 something out of uh 400 um nice. so slowly but surely uh i'm getting through it um do you have scarlet or violet i have violet okay um i think my girlfriend has violet too i'm not sure what do you have uh i'm not sure scarlet <laughs> Scarlet. Uh, the one Which with... creature are you exactly the purple the, one or the red one? The uh, the blue one. <laughs> so I think <sighs> that's Scarlet, right? Well, he's like there's one that's like blue and red. No, he's that, the electric like, has tentacle one. things. He looks like okay. You look like you're in Tron. You violent. Yes. Okay. So and okay. You, that's what you have too. 
Yeah, I have that too. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think my girlfriend has Scarlet then. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm uh, uh, slowly working my way there. I did a lot of raids over the weekend. Got my Charizard. So, uh, pretty, pretty nice, happy about nice. that. Um, he's pretty sick. So, yeah, I've been really into um, been really into raiding and, and doing a lot of those. I'm trying to uh, uh, get, you know, a Pokemon of each kind-ish just to make sure that I can... Uh, handle whatever they, they they start throwing out. I know that they announced uh, Incineroar. Uh, sorry, Cinderace um, yes. over the holidays. Deliberate Incineroar. Yeah, over New Year's weekend, and then there'll be yeah. a break for the week after that, and then it'll be back weekend weekend after that. Yeah, yeah. so so that should be um, that should be pretty fun. But I mean, I have a Flutter main that just destroys. So I think I'll nice. be able to use my Flutter main on Cinderace anyway. So that should be fine. Um and yeah, I, I kept farming the the uh, Charizard raid just because it gave so much fucking like items and XP and and um and like Terra shards and and, and XP tokens that is just kind of insane. So uh, nice, yeah. So that that's what I did. I'm looking forward to to uh, getting some um what other calls um the Herbo Mystica. Yeah, get, so we can ha- farm. Uh, yeah, shinies. exactly. That you get from uh, yeah, that you get you get from uh, some of the raids to uh, start farming some shinies. So uh, and I've honestly, it's the first time in any Pokemon series games that I'm actually doing the whole kit boodle of EV training and um, uh, you know uh, 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 doing those um, you know uh, 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 not effort values, but um, what are they called? EV values and IV well, values. Well, IV doesn't really matter because you can hyper train now. So that's something yes, like... Yes, the hyper train is Exactly. Awesome. So yeah. even if you have like a poop Pokemon, you can just hyper train them and uh, and, and they'll be just as good. Um, it's really cool because that means that you don't actually have to like... If you have a Pokemon, you have a shiny Pokemon that you, you really want to play with, but he kind of sucks stat-wise, you can still mm-hmm. get him to just as good as any other like perfect IV Pokemon, which I think is really, really cool. So I, I don't know if... It's probably not a new system, but it's I, I think it's probably existed in the other games. But I think it's really cool that that, that happens. Uh, so. I think it's the first time where they're giving you the choice. You can't do the whole thing where you try and set it up okay. with a baby Pokemon and then yeah, yeah, run yeah. up through. And then yeah, because I was watching so um, a YouTuber that I really appreciate who does a lot of coverage Austin of John this and speaks in the terms in the way I like it. Yeah, Austin John yeah, plays. I've been awesome. watching him too a lot now. <laughs> so. I know you probably have your girlfriend playing the opposite game. Yeah, she has. But, uh, yeah, she has uh, Scarlet. Yeah, but one thing that I tried because I was all in my lonesome um, doing this, and I was like, I'm going to do a stab in the dark and try this. Um, Austin John set up a like trade yeah, number, a trade system. code that you can switch uh, specific Pokemon's from version to version. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It works. Nice. It works. Oh, I did all of the that. ones I needed to. Yeah, it was super helpful. To, and you, the thing is, is that it sounds like more people bought Violet than bought Scarlet. Not surprised. Really? Um, the character. Yeah. So like, you're all my friends have going to all run... my friends except you, like <laughs> Scarlet. Really? Yeah. Oh, because I found that like 
I would get a lot of people looking for the similar number as me, but then they would have the same purple or violet okay. Pokemon as me. And then you would just, you know, just jump out of the trade and then go try again. Just try not to like do it too quick because the other person's trying it too quick too. And I ended up getting one person like three times and I was like, ah, I'm going to try another uh, gotcha. number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was super helpful. The only thing, you know, uh, some of the other ones I didn't, I haven't had a chance to do yet because someone let me touch trade. Actually, it was Darth. Um, let me touch trade uh, a bunch is like the paradox ones, yeah. um, which I will do later. I'm going to go get those later. But uh, yeah, I well, just wanted to get don't my you shiny need charm. The, the paradox <laughs> ones to. Uh... Yeah, we did a touch trade. Oh, okay, so okay, okay, he okay. sent it to me. I sent it back. Okay, okay, so uh, so yeah. And I did the same thing with him for the legendary Scarlet one um, to get that done because he helped me out with that. So yeah, uh, now I'm prepping Pokemon for raids. I just did the academy what was it the academy thing where you have to do like four people in a row yeah the, the so that ace, it opens up six uh, star the, the ace the ace uh, tournament yes yeah, so now i can stars. go do six star yeah. ones yep, and yep, i'm yep. gonna go i'm just debating which pokemon am i gonna prep first i've got goldingo i've got the iron hands goldingo is absolutely insane apparently in raids because like he's immune yeah. to almost everything <laughs> yeah so that's so, why I'm like, which one do I choose? Well, he's so, yeah, great I'm for defense, not necessarily for offense, but like as mm. a defense, just kind of soak up damage and and, and do some like uh, uh, do some um, uh, status effect to the to the the other Pokemon. He's really good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you have a um, uh, if you have a Fluttermane, she's insane. Like it, when she's completely built up and. Um, and uh you know you you have the move set up properly she mm-hmm. she like her moon blast does a shit ton of damage it's like okay. i was like literally even when pokemon uh, the charizard was terrestrialized i was still doing like a quarter damage with my my moon blast just because she took so much damage so nice yeah she she's really worth it and are you doing your terror raid battles on your own are you by yourself um, or are you doing it with the, other people? uh the charizard i did with uh with randos Okay, but um, the uh, the other ones I do on my own. So five stars, okay, six cool. stars I do on my own. Yeah, I want to get some so I can do it on my own. But I like the idea of going out and doing it with other people too. Yeah, well, because the main things with other people is that usually people don't know what the fuck they're doing, so we die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, which, like, I get. You know, it's fine. It's it's it, the option is there, but you like if you die, you get so like the penalty in seconds yeah. is so harsh that it's kind of mm-hmm. it kind of. Well, especially when you go into five stars and six star raids, it's just mm-hmm. kind of crazy, like the, the amount of seconds that you lose when when someone dies. So you kind of have to get a party mm-hmm. of people that you know going. Like it's not you don't really have a chance. Yep. So it's it's kind of yeah it's 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 rough it's rough for that. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. Well, it continues, and we will continue. It's time for some news. You folks ready for that? Yes. Yep. Sir. yep. Time for some news of the week. Catherine, what are you bringing to the table today? Oh, let's shit on Epic Games for let's a second. Let's do okay. it. Why not? We're here. <laughs> All right. So the FTC slammed a $520 million fine Holy to smokes. Epic Games because of Fortnite overclaims surrounding, surrounding child privacy and accidental purchases. Who saw that coming? No one. <gasps> <laughs> so 
just just spam the surprise Pikachu face in the chat. Please. We don't have a chat. This is an audio podcast. Doesn't matter. Um, spam it <laughs> so basically, it is because of dark patterns they used to trick players into making unwanted purchases and let children rack up unauthorized charges without any parental involvement. Mm. So you know we've heard like a lot of these stories like pre you know 2015 ish like of you know people buying a lot of microtransactions in games like fifa fortnite and whatnot Mm -hmm. um and a lot of like these stories are 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 bubbling up and people remembering them and you know game game devs well game studios sorry uh, game studios and platforms and game stores being sued by parents to be like you're not like you know somebody under 13 shouldn't be able but they have access to the credit card and you force me to enter my credit card information in order to make an online account for my you know for a teenager and things like that so basically uh the article says that pre-2018 was too easy for children to purchase in-game currency without parental consent another point of criticism was that the epic games had locked the accounts of customers who use their credit cards to subsequently charge back purchases some of which were in the thousands of dollars. So if your kid charged your card and Epic was like not going to reimburse you, you can, you know, file a complaint with the credit card company being like, this is a fraudulent charge and the credit card company will just charge it back and take the money back. Epic would be like, uh, just lock your account. Damn. Okay. Yes. So, and of course, um, hold like they used to, sell and take the data of the players which you're not allowed to do for play for for you know people under 18 um and games like fortnite are rated t for teen which means that you know it is 13 to 18 but we know that a lot of players are under 13 with the parental consent uh playing this game but you know they were just selling the information willy-nilly. So it's all things that have been adjusted over the year, um, have been patched in, and now games are, you know, they're still predatory in a lot of their mechanics, but at least, you know, they don't have these dark patterns where you can just, like, oops, suddenly spent, like, $5, and you didn't even go through, you know, a a few, like, confirmation screens. Um... So um, there's an I'll link an article where you can have the gist of it linked to the official FTC com- statement and Epic Games being like, but we change. I'm like, but it still happens. So pay your money. Yeah. You know, like it- you, you, you yelled at Apple and at Google and Microsoft for taking their cut with every microtransaction. But like how many of these microtransactions were actually like honest? Let's mm-hmm. predatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. predatory. Mm-hmm. It. Eurogamer story notes that the eye-opening judgment includes the largest ever settlement obtained by the FTC regarding the U.S. Children's Online Privacy Protection Act as Fortnite allowed in-game chat and user data collected by default. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's wild. Well, good. You need to I mean, opt into this thing. It should hurt. Like, it should. Yeah. yeah. It needs yeah. to it hurt. hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. It, Money talks. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's the epic news where they're like just trying to pull the blanket and yelling their finger. Like, you're taking my money. It's like you're not making your money the right way either. Like yeah. fuck you Get for, fucked, for all. Sweeney. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and selling data of children by putting it all by default so just so you can 
sell it more easily. So it's very much a, a where Epic Game became said, we'll ask for forgiveness, not permission. Mm-hmm. But now mm. they they are forced to ask permission, yes. which yeah. honestly we were chatting about this with like colleagues and i'm like it just it's just so weird because the game dev process it's like every time i do something i have so many fail sales before i submit my work yeah you know and you have you know like i need to have a jira task and then i need to assign my work to a jira task and then i perforce i need to make my change list and i need to assign it to the proper branch and it needs to be properly tagged and if i don't check like these 20 things it's not going through and like this process is creating games where players can just like click on a button and suddenly they've purchased like, you know, like somebody was saying that uh, I for- I think it was Call of Duty Warzones that, you know, purchasing battle pass tiers, if you had the in-game currency for it and you just kind of like click on the button, it would just like use your in-game auto currency charge you. and auto use it for battle. So if you were like grinding to buy something wow. and you kind of like oopsie daisy click and there was a um, an issue with the ui that sometimes i would misclick and you would just spend your money I mean, and i'm like we have all design, these processes so. for us for like us to not break the fucking build mm. and then when these games hit live whether it's Fortnite or, or whatever you just look at all these dark patterns where it's just like oops we took your money um uh, make it make sense yeah yeah, well, I guess they're going to crack down on this more so now than ever, now that they can track it and have the information, and they can. And it's going to make everybody else tighten their belts and make sure that their their processes and their UI and everything is set up the way it's supposed to be set up with age gates and everything Hopefully. and protections. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because honestly, uh, like, there are <laughs> games out there that don't have all of these, like, predatory uh, dark patterns that mm-hmm. are profitable, Yes, of course. Maybe your game is the problem. Maybe, or the way it was set up in the past, they tried to correct themselves. They want that they want they don't just want money; they want all the money. Yeah. So even if they do make money, and they want the info. Yeah. Yeah, The info is almost bigger than the money. Yeah, they want the data. They want the young, you know, uh, sweet sweet. He's going to be consumer and have his own money. Yet, what can we market to him? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You you got to get that information on those subgroups like early and. How do you do that more so than targeting what like, do Zoomers a, a huge, like? <laughs> a huge gaming population? <laughs> so it makes sense. Let's change paces a little bit. I have a story that's a little bit on the sad side because it is the passing of an era and also reiterates how old we are. <laughs> um, this came out December 16th. Uh, Ash and Pikachu retiring oh. from Pokemon after 25 years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you folks probably remember us chatting about the uh, the story earlier, maybe a month or so ago, that Ash finally, in the anime, uh, won the championship. He's a Pokemon master. Yeah, he's a Pokemon master, finally. And now it looks like he is the best that ever was, and now it's time to retire on a high. Yeah. He's um, the very Vol- best that no one ever was. Yeah, Vulture has this story and actually starts with that. They became the very best like no one ever was, and now it's time for them to go. Ash and Pikachu are leaving Pokemon after 25 years in the anime series to disappoint sorry disappointment of nerds everywhere the news wasn't fully without warning after ash finally became a pokemon world champion earlier this year when he won the manalo conference in the aloha league now pokemon will give fans someone new 
to root for, introducing two new trainers, Liko and Roy, as well as three starter Pokemon for the game Scarlet and Violet in a new series taking place in the Paldea region, which is where uh, we're hanging out right now. Right, Simon? Yep. Paldea. Uh, as for Ash Ketchum, his story will be wrapped up in an 11 uh, special episodes that kick off on January 13th in Japan and will her trailer will feature old friends, including Brock and Misty. Mm. I think that's pretty cool that they're bringing back some of those folks and things. Um, I'm actually pretty kind of, I kind of want to watch this because I feel like I fell out of the loop of the Pokemon anime as I got older. I mean, 25 years. I remember going to that movie when it launched, the very first one. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> it was such a moment in time when everybody went to the movie theater and everyone was cheering and everything. It reminds me of some of the Marvel movies we went to. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm curious to kind of see how they wrap up this iconic character who's been 11 for 25 years. <laughs> And it's like the Simpsons. <laughs> they've been yeah. uh, they've been kids for the last uh, twenty years. One day Lisa will graduate from the second. We'll move one on to the third day. grade, yeah. and Bart will move on to the yeah. fifth grade. One day they will. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, it's sad yet uh, very exciting to see where it goes from here yeah. for the uh, Pokemon anime, which is. Pokemon's still one of the biggest things in the world. The anime is part of that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That fucking Butterfree scene in the first uh, in the first season. God oh, yeah. damn, cries every time. That whole Charizard episode where you know, his fire almost went out in his tail. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Why? So many memories. <laughs> Pulling on the heartstrings yeah. of us young, impressionable. Yeah. Children, adults, teenagers, I don't remember at the time, 25 People. years ago. It wasn't even yeah. for data exactly. mining either. It was just for pure no. feels. It was just, exactly, just yeah. for the emotions. Right. Simon, what do you got for news? Yeah, uh, real quick, Witcher 3 is out on uh, the new um, the new uh, updated version. Mm-hmm. The version, and it sucks. <laughs> like, real bad. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Uh, it didn't get your broveries? No, lots of issues. <laughs> lots of. Like, look, I have a 3080, and, like, I'm chugging at, like, 25 FPS, 21 FPS. So Ooh. it's not. I don't know. Uh, apparently, on console, it's it's not as bad. Um, we had some people on a Discord server saying that it's, uh, it, it's going okay. But on PC, it is rough. So, uh,. I mean, it's free, so I guess you can't complain that much. But for I guess we'll have to be, um, we'll have to wait and see if they actually uh, update it and and get uh, get better at it. Or you can just fucking get mods for it, which will do the exact same thing as what the remaster does or the re-release or whatever it does, and uh, it's gonna work properly. So it's kind of disappointing after what happened with Cyberpunk that they like they haven't actually. I don't want to say learned her lesson, but it's like so weird. It's like I don't know. So yeah, a little bit disappointing. Hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we'll get to uh, they'll get to fix it soon because I want to I want to play that game again at one point. Mm. Joelle, when were you planning on starting it back up after Mass Effect? So I'm trying to I'm trying to zoom through Mass Effect so I can. Where are you at? Uh, well, Second one? First I'm, one? I'm on the third one. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm not very I'm not very far. That's okay. I mean, you're almost done. It, third one's but, short, so. Oh, okay, good. Because I'm I'm trying to yeah I'm trying to zip through it, um, and then I'm gonna yeah go, as we've already discussed, how deep I will go into that one. And I'm on console, so I think it'll be. Uh, I'm not too. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Cool. I'm oh. looking forward to hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
All right, I've got a little topic of the week. It's just something that actually has been on our docket to talk about in the podcast for uh, a few weeks now. We keep running out of time because bigger stories happen or uh, we just like to gab a lot. Go figure. <laughs> we are like so, yeah, that. Do you remember back, mm, I want to say near close to the beginning of the year, I brought to the table a survey about dirty gamers. Yes. <laughs> How could you that? forget the dirty gamer episode? Uh, yeah. We even got well, feedback from the company. We, <laughs> we did. So this one that I've got now um, came from a company called Solitaire Bliss. So for sure, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to sell their uh their solitaire bliss card game um but you know they love to do their reports with surveys and all that jazz and this one is all about what it's like to date a gamer so you know i had to bring this to the table considering we are all individuals of long-term relationships and don't know what it's like to date anymore listen (laughs) oh hey 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 i i I, i'm not really (laughs) I went on a lot of dates in uh in uh, twenty uh twenty one. I'll just say okay, okay, okay. all right, cool. Yeah. I can, I can well, then maybe represent. you are the litmus that we can ask a lot oh, of yes. these questions to yeah. when they pop up. Oh, yes, because I have been married for seven years. Yes. Catherine has been with Pascal <laughs> for how long now? Seventeen years. At this point, <laughs> like we're so deep in, we're like we don't want to learn Tinder, so we're just sticking to each other. <laughs> yeah. Simon, Simon and Ari own a house together. Uh, like, six yeah. years, yep. <laughs> no, six years. It is rough. I will, I will, I will be very vulnerable, and I will confess that I went on count it forty-three first dates. Oh. What? Wow. Good for you, though. I'm putting yourself out there. Was that's it? hard because that is like, Does it mean something else, Leah? Like, does it does mean Hinge something else? Does Hinge and Bumble and Tinder do like a Spotify rap for these? <laughs> they should, <laughs> right? <laughs> it might not be so depressing. Of all, the, of all the guys you skipped or you dated. It might not be both. so. I, I did. I was like, this is too many. This is just too many. So. But okay. we can move on. Well, then I'm just wanted, I just wanted to definitely. say that that's the number we can go off of. So I feel like I have a pretty good. Okay. All right. Okay, so okay. then definitely this is going to be entertaining. All right. So from Solitaire Bliss, they have done this report. Uh-huh. Here's what it's like to date a gamer. So I'm going to read the preface that they have in here so that you guys... Or I can set the stage for you. Yeah. So since the age of Pac-Man, Pong, or Solitaire, people have enjoyed playing video games for fun. <laughs> now, with the rise of high-quality graphics, virtual reality, and online multiplayer games, it's become a full-blown video game obsession, leading some people to identify as gamers. Hello, how are some you? Some people? Like Introduce myself. My name is Leah. I am a gamer. It's only the biggest um, <laughs> industry in the world, but yeah. sure, some only. people. Well, there's a lot of stigma around it for sure so like i will just not say that more no like. i disagree there still is i well, we're getting into I'm that saying. okay gamers are known for spending a lot of their time and effort on video games so we were wondering what's it like to date a gamer does gaming affect their relationships to find out we surveyed a thousand and six gamers and 863 game daters or people who are known to have been in a romantic relationship with a gamer Want to know what it's like to date a gamer before you take the plunge? Uh-huh. Read on to find out. So interesting. This was sent to me, a gamer, but it's about people. Maybe it's educating people who are about to date a gamer. Uh-huh. Maybe. Huh. Okay. Key findings. Let's get into the thick of it. Only about half, 
53% of gamers would mention their video game interest upon meeting someone new. Really? Yeah. No, Joelle, mm -hmm. in your experience, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> over the year of 2021, uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> when you met all these people, yeah. did you, when they asked you, so what are you into? Would you respond that you'd like to play games? Oh, I had it full blown on all of my, all of my profiles. I was very transparent of just like, Good. I... Good for I you. I play games. These are the games I like. I built a PC. Like, like here, he, here I am. Like nerds, I am ready. Like, so please come. Here I am. So I. Good for you, because fifty-three yep. percent of people wouldn't do that. I can understand, but I was just like, hey, this is a part of who I am. So there you I go. I, I was actually talking to a colleague um, who just recently started a new dating profile. Yeah. Um, and he said, like, he put it on the forefront that, like, he's, uh, he plays games and that he works in games. Mm -hmm. Because, like, he still has issues with, like, people being like, oh, you play way too many games. But, like, I gotta play games. I work in games. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. it's, mm -hmm. so apparently it is, it is still very much uh, a turn off. Like, I am talking about a cisgender dude um, mm. who's mm -hmm. straight. So yep. I think there's still a lot of, like, stigma. And deprogramming to be done yep. in mm -hmm. the like heteronormative dating world mm -hmm. where it's like dudes who game are like irresponsible and ladies are like, uh, I don't like games. I don't understand. It's just like everybody games. It, mm -hmm. He's got a steady job. What more do you want? Yeah. Bro? Mm -hmm. yeah. But I don't like then if you're introducing yourself and it's a very, very big part of your personality mm -hmm. and something that you're passionate about mm -hmm. that you're ashamed to say why you yeah. like something. Yeah. And then so and because you don't know what that person's going to think. Well, I mean, to me, if uh, Mike knew I played games throughout the whole thing, you know, like if I just like drop that bomb on him one day and be like, hi. By the way, most times that we're not together, I'm going to be playing a video game that like would, you know, freak him out that I wouldn't be honest with him, right? Well, so that's, that's the weird thing one. that I don't understand. Like if you're going to go on a, on a dating site, don't you want to be 100% yourself? Unless no. you're not looking for a relationship. Like if you're looking for a bang, then whatever, lie through your feet, who gives a shit? But like if you're looking mm -hmm. for someone serious, like you would like and that's what i did like i was myself and i i like video games because that's what i do that's what i like that's what i do in my off time and like if if you if you're okay with this then we can talk if you're not then thank you goodbye you know i, 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 I think know. you also underestimate exactly how many people are on dating sites like to actually get into a relationship because a lot of it is not for that well, yeah, well, th th that's exactly why I preface by saying unless you want, you just want to bang and you're not looking for a relationship. Well, it's not even if, about sex, though. Like, it's sometimes it's just about affirmation, getting messages, getting like swipes, getting matches. Like, oh, in that sense. So some okay. of it, it's not even it's not even about the f a physical meetup or that sort of um that's sort of you know uh why like validation oh, it's like a so it's social media gratification exactly basically exactly wow so okay. yeah so, so sometimes people will just put themselves out there as like what they think people will want to see so that uh, they can it's kind of like this dangerous feedback loop then so yeah so i think i think <sighs> the authenticity of people in some cases is shrinking on dating apps because people don't want authentic people Anyway, just saying. It's, 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 I definitely know it was a thing no, that came sense. up. So. It makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, but, but yeah. I totally, I was I hate like, it, yeah. it, but it this makes is, sense. Yep, but I just think, yeah, I was like, this is who I am. If you're, if you're interested and, 
And so I would actually get a lot of attention because I was a girl that liked Well, ex- exactly. Yeah. That's the other Inverse. way around, of course. But I think I mean, that... Oh, go ahead, Simon. No, I was just going to say girls who played video games were unicorns at one point, you know? And it was like, oh my gosh, she plays video games. That's so freaking awesome. Like, yeah, well, that's... yeah. Girls do that as well, you know. It's kind of why we named this podcast this way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Matthew Wood, (laughs) for helping us with that. Um, Next key finding. Among people who have dated gamers, two in three say their partners have broken promises thanks to gaming. I mean, I feel like this could be any anything. Yeah, exactly. People could forget forget sports. You know, he went to play golf instead of hanging out with me. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. or got double booked or something. Yeah, Yeah. about a quarter, twenty-two percent of game daters say their partners have been more interested in gaming than sex. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of other factors to consider. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Next one, some gamers are open to change with 7 and 10 saying they will reduce game time for a romantic partner. I mean, I get that. It means they have someone to hang out with, too, yeah. you know, I, to occupy their time. I just try to get my partner to play games with me, though. Exactly. Okay, that works, too. That's the way to go. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Let me go scroll down a bit. Many gamers are self-conscious about their habits. With the massive popularity of video games, you might think gamers would feel free to talk about their hobby. But our survey found that the opposite was true, with many gamers reporting they felt judged by important people in their lives. Of the gamers we surveyed, 49% said they felt judged by their parents. 28% felt they were judged by a significant other. And 25% felt they judged by their extended families. Additionally, gamers aren't keen to mention their hobbies to anyone, with only about half, 53% of our gamer respondents saying they would mention their video game interest upon meeting someone new, and nearly a third, 29%, saying they've been embarrassed to sell someone they play video games. Mm. I, yeah, this one's hard for me because I feel like I wear my game cred on my sleeve in so many situations that I, it's the first thing that people, it's what I'm known for now. So, like, I don't even know how that's possible. Um, And again, maybe because we hang out and, and, and are with people who are also gamers, so maybe we don't feel like we need to hide it slash be ashamed of it. So maybe, you know, maybe that's why to us it's kind of just, why would you want to hide it? Like, it's, 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 it's Or we're too old are. to care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. I, think, right? I am too I old to give like a shit he, now. Yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah. part of it. But I also think, too, like, it was kind of interesting when I would start to talk to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm straight heterosexual woman so i talked to men and they would oh, dare you they would talk i just wanted to give context so they they would talk about um what well, hold on a second hold on a second why simon are you okay yeah i'm fine why <laughs> no you she's talking you go what the fuck and i know like, well, something like, wrong okay do you need I'm me to be something around. else i'm just <laughs> fucking around uh, okay i thought something was broken in your, no, in your computer I'm setting or something okay good uh, okay good so i now I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, oh, oh, I'm oh, sorry. oh, just talking about being embarrassed and like that was definitely a thing to like talk about. Is like, yeah, I like to game and it's it's some it's kind of awkward to bring up, but I like doing it. And and there still is the stigma of some guys that maybe weren't into gaming as much, but some of the stigma of like being lazy, not being very smart, 
like be, like not have not being social a lot of some of those stigmas still came through um mm. it was some dudes that saw me as like you know they were like oh like do you like do you like to work out or like do you like to blah 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 they like wanted to like see if i had other interests like other than like just gaming so a part of the stigma kind of went both ways um so i thought that was mm. actually interesting yeah. that i ran into a little bit of that too it's interesting that uh, you say the three things because it's almost like the opposite. Like you mentioned that lazy. Well, I mean, you, lazy for what? It depends. Like you can do that sitting down watching TV. Yeah. You do other things. Not smart. Frank, you need to be smart to play a lot of these games. Yep. And what was the last one that you mentioned? Oh, social. Hello. How have we been at like this is my social activity? I know. <laughs> every, work. Every... <laughs> like not only you'll find those types of people not only in gaming like this is not yeah. specifically <laughs> related to, to video games you can find those kinds of personalities in all all everything you know so it's yeah. but for sure there was this for a long time the stigma and like this you know in, all in movies the nerd like big glasses talking like that and just like arch back and oh my glasses you know for such a long time <laughs> that was such like a, a caricature of of the nerd slash the gamer but like that's not at all what it is anymore mm -hmm. and, but mm -hmm. yeah it's is it the parents one is interesting. I get that because like I grew up with they don't that. Know what it is. They just didn't understand because mm -hmm, also exactly. two video games were for boys, not for That's girls, exactly right? right? So yeah. that was also a thing too. When I started my undergrad degree, my parents would not let me get a PS2, though I wanted one really bad because I like I didn't know like that's how I was like talking to people, play games, whatever, talking to people, and. They were like, no, you're not getting a PS2. I went and bought one anyway, got in a lot of trouble for it. Um, but yeah, they didn't get it. They were afraid that I was going to waste all my time and not actually do my schooling. But um, I am pretty self-sufficient and can manage my time accordingly. And I have not stopped playing games. And now they're even intrigued by it. And I feel like that's just maybe that's just a generational thing too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. so. Dude, mm -hmm. I 100% learned people interaction and people management skills while being a raid leader in world of warcraft <laughs> yeah oh yeah Wanna, like i could i could get 25 idiots working together doing the same thing for three nights a week like that i'm convinced. hurting cats I'm and I that I was in BC like so I wasn't even talking about forty man raids before and like that's just to me that brain explosion, so it's it's yeah. just crazy to me that like I'm never gonna put that on my CV a fucking course but like I'm for sure I learned some conflict resolution <laughs> if you will while 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 doing that in in games so and MMOs for the longest time too had this like weird stigma of, oh you play an MMO mm -hmm. oh my god like dude there's no other social a game that's more social than a fucking MMO so like I'm not playing yeah. I made friends on on WoW Catherine Pascal like they're long time they're lifetime friends that I met playing an MMO so it's like yeah there's a it's yeah there's it's always a stigma against something because like when I would talk about you know I built a PC and then then people would immediately assume that I played first person shooters I and then sometimes that. it'd be like oh you don't play cod do you and i was like whoa like where's the hate coming from C call of duty mm -hmm. and oh, then sure. uh, there they'd be like oh like you don't play valorant like do you and i'm just like wow we're starting off on a really great foot here of like yeah. <laughs> assuming that like i <laughs> play to go, a game buddy. that you don't like and then what does that mean of like that crowd 
and and so like again like it was there was even judgmental around like what other like games do you play and like what does that mean for your personality so yeah it was just yeah. the stigmas upon stigmas so mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a so layer bad. of stigma it's convenient my entire uh thesis at uh, grad school was all about context and how uh identification like that like gives off like your first impression of somebody yeah. and things mm-hmm. and uh I did it with rock band t-shirts in that thesis. <laughs> now I kind of wish I had done it with video games. <laughs> um, okay, back to our survey. Gamers don't feel understood by their partners. Nearly one in three gamers, 29%, mm. in our survey report uh, that it's hard to gate to date, sorry, non-gamers. Hard to gate. It's non-gamers. hard to gate. <laughs> Very difficult It's especially dating. true for female gamers. 40% saying it's much harder to find love with a non-gamer. But why is it difficult for gamers and non-gamers to get along? Simply put, it's because non-gamers don't understand their gaming lifestyle. Of the gamers we surveyed, 43% state that non-gamers just don't understand their interest in gaming, with 56% of female gamers struggling with uh, with the disconnect. Our gamers also say that non-gamers have different priorities than they do, 30%, and get mm-hmm. angry about the time spent gaming. I mean, I get that. If you're not, like, compatible in the some of your interests, yeah. Yeah. then, yeah. like, I can get that. Why date someone if you're not compatible yeah. with them? Yeah. <laughs> then you're just not, yeah, it's not gonna work. Well, yeah. long-term dating anyways, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry if you can hear, if you can hear purring. My cat's just, uh, that's a welcome Just a noise. Just machine right now. So enjoy, enjoy the <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. There's one bit left here now of this uh, Solar Terribilis's article. Uh, gaming can be a wedge in relationships. Gaming takes up a lot of gamers' time, so much that in some cases it interferes with other priorities in life. Nearly half, 45% of gamers, say their gaming habits have made it hard to do household chores. And almost a third, 30% of gamers, admit they've made it uh, hard to pay attention to people around them. A game dater perspective gives us even more insight into relationships with gamers that can be like, and overall are finding a trend pretty negative. Majority, 54% of those who've dated gamers have been frustrated by how long they've spent watching their significant other play. Gamer daters also report that their significant others who are gamers neglect responsibilities both to their relationship as well as to other major areas in their life. Nearly two and three say their significant mm. other has gotten caught up in gaming and forgotten a promise. They also state mm. the gamers have skipped cleaning, cooking, outings with friends, personal hygiene, schoolwork, family gatherings, and work in favor of gaming. Yeah. Things aren't much better in the bedroom with about a quarter of gamers, uh, game daters saying their significant others would be more interested in gaming than sex. Well, While letting... Go ahead. It's like, again, you know, finding the right person for you is one thing, but also... If, if if it becomes a problem, then you know it's it's an addiction. Like they, mm-hmm. they they're def they're clearly coping for something that doesn't work or or, or 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 makes them unhappy in their everyday life. So they're looking for escapism because that's what video games are. Often it's escapism. So like anything else, like drugs, like gambling or whatever, it's it's often a way to cover up whatever's wrong or whatever's happening. So. As your partner and as someone who, 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 you know, arguably loves you and wants to be with you, instead of getting angry that they're playing video games, like, and and forgetting things and, and not working out, like, meet them and understand and try to say, okay, well, you know, and th- talk with them, say, I've noticed 
you know, lots of gaming. Is everything okay? Like, can I can I can I help with anything? Like, is there something wrong? You know, have a discuss- being angry at them will make them want to play more games to escape reality more. <laughs> so, like, you just got to be an adult and talk about it and understand why they are behaving the way that they are behaving. So. That leads in perfectly to the second to last, well, the last paragraph before the conclusion. Many gamers are willing to change for their loved ones. Mm. Even though many gamers are dedicated to their games, many are willing to change their playing habits for someone they love. Of the gamers surveyed, 72% say they'd play less if their partner asked. Mm. Even super serious gamers. Of those who play games every day, 70% said they reduce their game time for their partner. That's exactly. Talk about it. Like mm-hmm. like every relationship is a discussion. Like there's going to be difficult moments, but you have to talk about it. Because if you never talk about it, then it's just going to get angry and angry and play more games and, you know, sail away from each other. So just got to mm-hmm. just got to talk about it. And sometimes talk about your feelings. Well, and sometimes a good like way to do that is to maybe try the game that they're playing. Because like if they're super yeah. excited mm-hmm. about it, just like try to talk to them about it. And this I, I just have to I have to tell this story. I have to tell this story. So <laughs> story time yeah. with Joel. So there was one guy that I started talking to and we never actually met in person, but we started talking and we talked he really liked video games. He was super into them. And we um, talked about different games that we wanted to play. And I said, well, I really want to try to play WoW. Like, I've never mm-hmm. really got gotten into World of Warcraft, and I think it would be fun to play. Oh, my gosh. He got so excited that yeah. he just, like, immediately, like, set me up with, with WoW and mods. And he got brought me into his guild. And he mm. gave me a bunch of coin, and he helped me, you know, level up really quickly. I mean, I I had a wow sugar daddy for a few months, <laughs> and I will just That's tell awesome. you that that is the one of the best ways to get introduced into yeah. a game that you don't know is to get yourself a gaming a sugar zaddy, sugar mama, sugar person, yeah. and have them walk through the game with you, and you get to learn a lot about that person, like as you're doing that, because. He just talked and talked and talked about um, his character and, and why he chose the things that he chose. And I learned a lot about him like through that experience. And it was a really good way to connect and, and to grow uh, you know, the, the short-term experience that we had together. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say that it was really fun. And I really appreciated the, the, the help. It's, so Yeah, like nothing will make a gamer happier than you t- or anyone taking an interest in what they love and what they do and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like they'll be super happy and excited to, to show you everything that they're doing and why they're doing it and why to them it's so interesting. And it's it's, like Joel said, it's a hundred percent going to make your relationship stronger than ever because they're going to feel like you care about them. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's part of being in a relationship too, is you start, (laughs) you start absorbing some of the passions of your significant other too. Like I would never know as much about sneakers and, music and stuff the way mike has taught mm-hmm. me things right and it's not like i'm a diehard into it especially on the sneaker side but like i appreciate it for what it is because i see the art in it i see the the business in it i see all that kind of stuff but yeah it's something that like i would have never you know learned about or mm-hmm. had any interest in whatsoever until mike came around with that passion yep <sighs> and with that the conclusion in this story is just like anyone else, gamers need love too. But if you find yourself <laughs> falling in love with a gamer, you may be getting yourself into a different dating experience than what you're used to. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
And with that, I think we close this episode of the podcast. As always, I'd like you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories mentioned in this episode. Thank you, Catherine, for putting that together every week. If you are listening to us on a podcast platform where you can rate and review podcasts, if you could do that for us, it'd be much appreciated. Why? It helps with discovery, moves us up in the rankings so that other people can uh, find us if they're looking for entertaining video game and video game related content. Um, And we do read all the comments and stuff and it does help us build our show. So much thanks for that. Now's the time for everybody to let me know their social media handles. Shout them out so people can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am CSDSBANS on most social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram. I recently started going on Tumblr again because Twitter is a shit show. Uh, but more often than not, you can definitely find me in the Girls on Games Discord. Yeah. Joelle. People can find me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87, as well as on Twitter at Comfy underscore Gamer. Uh, but every day, all day, in the Girls on Games Discord. Super fun place. Come hang out with us. Simon, who are we following yep. today? Uh, we so uh, I, I know I've talked about uh, about him before, but summoning salt as a mm. new video about the uh, the history of the world record of the Lego Star Wars games. So it's, interesting. It's an hour long ride through the um, through the, the the whole story about it, and of course, as always, in summoning salt uh, fashion, super interesting and and easy to understand. So uh, yeah, go uh, go go give it a watch. Summoning Salt on YouTube. We should plan another episode, um, maybe early twenty twenty three. Weird to say that. Um, of us going through some of our favorite gaming YouTube channels again, because I know that that was a popular one, and I'm fun. sure it's been a long time since we've done that. Yeah, like, I think few. I was in Montreal. Yeah, <laughs> and there's probably been a lot. Allie so was on the podcast. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we should uh, maybe we should bring that one back uh, because yeah, that that one's always a hot one. The indie game we're following is always a hot one. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll do that in the new year. What do you think? It inspired me, Simon. And I'm Leah Jewer on most social media platforms. But of course, you want to know everything there's to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook, just Girls on Games on Instagram, discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this combo and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games, and I'm off to prepare my Pokemons for raids. Yes. Until next time. Yes, um, this is our last episode prior to Christmas. So please stay safe. Have a wonderful holiday. Mm. Don't drink and drive. No. And, uh, you know, I hope you have a good time with friends and family and find some solace playing some video games. Yeah. Love you, folks. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you just after Christmas. We see you. Bye. Yes. Love y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.